Hey everybody, it's Thursday and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast starring me, your host, Jake. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hotsta. You know, it doesn't really make any sense for you to follow up what I said with what you said, right? Yeah, but I mean, do do I say I'm also the host, Riff, or do I just say say, I'm I'm another host and my name is Riff? And me, Hot Stuff. Yeah. Wait, what? What did you say that we don't... I said starring your host, Jick, me, your Jick, me Jick. (laughs) And I'm Riff, and I'm Hot Stuff. Yeah, but those those are not... That's not a sentence. Starring your host, Jick, and I'm Riff, and I'm Hot Stuff. That's those not are, a real sentence that anyone would say. No. Those are three separate sentences. Why do they start with and? Because we can break the, that rule if we want to. I don't know. Guys, if we don't, if we don't obey the rules of grammar, what have we got left? Oh, oh we chaos are, we are, anarchy. We are not... Uh, anyone to talk about obeying rules of grammar. (laughs) Talk about it. I just never talk about it in multiple paragraphs. (sighs) Like the number of idiosyncrasies that you guys enforce uh, on your own drive me crazy. Scully's are the only one. Scully's one with not fucking capitalizing. Yeah. Utterances is the one that drives me fucking crazy. That one drives me crazy. Yeah, but the, you're, but the weird... you're the way you quote multiple paragraphs, kind of. I've I've almost gone in and edited things a couple of times, but I didn't want to make you mad. <laughs> I, like, the, the thing is, I have read a bunch of books yeah. in my life, and I did, starting from an early age. I, honest to fucking God, had never heard of that until you pointed it out to me like seven or eight years ago. Hmm. It, I mean, you, but you'd because seen it, it seems, but you've, you'd, but, you just hadn't, it, but you it just seems internalized. No, but I, I had just, I, what I saw, what I saw was my way of doing it, which makes some fucking sense. Like you don't open a set of quotes without closing them. That's what, that's, yeah, that's just not how it works. Ugh. Ugh. And plus, I guess God, being, being so a programmer, gross. I could see how that would doubly be annoyance to you. It would chafe his hide. Yeah. I mean, it just makes it so if I ever actually write a novel, you know, which I am for NaNoWriMo, I'm going <laughs> to get started any day now, uh, I would just never have anybody give any speeches. You know, <laughs> or I would just be like, all right, well, the way that I, the way that I uh, indicate people talking is I change the font. Yeah, yeah, you Instead could do that. quotes. Or yeah. use italics. Comic Sans, he said, <laughs> oh. is a good font. <laughs> And then that would be in that would be in Times New Roman. Wow! Yeah, I was gonna say, how many people are you trying to piss off in one sentence? Well, no, I'm, that's the villain. I need to establish oh, him as an unsympathetic character. He's the Comic Sans liker. <laughs> anyway, what have you guys been up to, Riff? How's your NaNoWriMo novel coming? Uh, uh, like like every year, I'm not doing it this year, <laughs> and like every year, maybe I'll do it next year. <laughs> Mine's taking the form of a puzzle script game. <laughs> I haven't. I saw. I saw puzzle script. I haven't really messed with it. How How do you How do you feel about it? Uh, I think it's great. Uh, I think that there's a lot of potential. There's a bunch of different kinds of games that have been made with it. Um, I I was like in an effort to do something that I had not seen anybody else do. I came up with like a couple new mechanisms, and uh, I think that they are not fun. <laughs> so <laughs> yay. Um, yeah, but not fun to you might not mean not sure, fun to I, I'm anyone. Gonna, I'm going to mess with it for a little while, see if I can make some levels that are more interesting. I made a level that's really hard, but I, I don't know if it's like intellectually hard or just tedious. And that's mm. that's where I'm... A lot of what I'm struggling with is the, the sense that maybe it's just tedium and not, uh, and not like actual interesting puzzle design. It must be... I don't know. It seems like there must be a trick to that or else it's really hard because it seems like designing designing a puzzle of that sort of like I don't know like a Sokoban puzzle or something mm-hmm. the act of designing it it causes you to know exactly what the answer to it is so how do you how do you yourself judge the difficulty of your own puzzles well sure I can I can see what you're saying there um the with the particular sort of framework that i came up with from for the puzzles that i was making i wanted to i, I wanted the levels to be aesthetically pleasing 
And mm-hmm. so I would just make something that looked pretty and then see if it was solvable. And that's not a really good way to go about things. That's Although that's the way that the um, train yard uh, maker, he would like make puzzles that looked good and then see if they were solvable. And then... Hmm. Um, he was sort of he would sort of rank those in terms of how difficult they were. That seems him. like that would be that would be a risky way to go unless you were very very secure in in your skill at solving those puzzles. Well, I mean, you, because you're not going to put something out that you can't solve yourself, right? It's not. Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, I mean, unless you're Zach Barth. Sure. But, I mean, he knows that it's possible. Does he? Sure. I don't know that he did. Yeah. That, yeah. That's pretty great. Like, he like there's he had a chart of uh, people who played Space Chem and, like, the number of people who got through all the way to the end. Oh, right. And it was, like, the people that actually beat the final boss is, like, under, under 1% of people who play the game. Like, 2% get to the final level and then less than a quarter of them actually f- beat it or something. And he's like, you know what? I'm okay with that. I was like, huh. He's like, I've never, I've never beaten my own game. Zero percent of me got past like level three of Ironclad Tactics. <sighs> Sucks. So we fun. should play more co-op. It was eh, fun. I mean, that's basically just you playing and me kind of pressing buttons at random. I'm like the, <laughs> I would be like the, I would be like the kid brother playing Mario Galaxy Two. Just I'm helping. I'm helping. <laughs> what does the, what does the second controller do? Uh, you can point a, a cursor around the screen and help pick up. Things okay, um, yeah, like just little points, crystals. That's perfect for like a little sibling. It it, it is, yeah, it is. Um, anyway, <laughs> have you guys uh, have you, you you guys have forgotten what podcast we're on? No, you, no. How you feel yeah. about Kingdom Talking. of Loathing? How's your Kingdom of Loathing NaNoWriMo going? <laughs> it's uh, it's actually going pretty good. I'm working on the thing that I can't really talk about for next year's item of the year. Okay, and that that should be. I don't know. You we'll we'll see it how it turns out. It's speak. either it's either going to be something that that some people will find very interesting and mostly everybody else will not care about, or nobody will care about it. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Okay. Does it have a ghost? Uh, no. I could, then I don't care. I could work one in if you uh, if if you're wanting ghosts in these. That's what she said. Yeah. I don't think I want ghosts in those. This doesn't have, have a ghost in it, and you. therefore I cannot masturbate to it. Mm. Oh, man. I, did, I, I wrote one of my favorite things that I've written in one of the new Turtle Tamer skill oh, <laughs> descriptions yeah? today. Yeah, uh, you'll see it. You'll see it later. You guys will all see it probably before you hear this show. That shit, it's gonna roll out tomorrow night at seven thirty. What the fuck? Yeah, well, welcome. <laughs> this is what. Yeah, welcome, welcome to, to everybody's everybody's world, except for people in Arizona, where rollover changes, and you're like, what the f? Like f, for instance, says what the me is going on with <laughs> rollover time. Uh, speaking of which, F writes in this forum thread, ever thought about adding sound effects to KOL? And then he gives an example of this JavaScript library that lets you uh, play sound effects. And uh, no, no. I think the primary the primary reason for KOL success is that you can play it at work. And if it was always doing what I would inevitably do if I added sound effects, which was just constant deafening fart noises. Yeah. <laughs> you would you would both get fired for fucking around on the internet and be a social pariah because of all the deafening farts. Here's a question. Do you think that our our player base has has suffered because of like domains getting blacklisted on company like w- websites right like yeah probably the, oh so we just make a new domain yes. that's like uh-huh. ah are we or power direct a, solutions yeah we just set up a recurring thing yeah yeah <laughs> get some register definitely not kingdom of oh yeah and like fake like boss screen login so yeah. that if if the it guy yeah. goes there and it's like here's your power direct you know your power direct login yeah just go to lotus one two three four five six seven eight nine ten dot com <laughs> yeah it's a spreadsheet. That's so. That would be site. so great. Like yeah. a boss, a, a secret boss thing, and see if IT guys figure it out. I wonder though. IT guys don't seem like like IT guys don't want to block people from playing games. Oh, but or, then who does? I guess it? maybe asshole IT guys. Well, the they the IT guys do it because they make them, or there's people whose job it is to leech all the joy out of the world, and so they maintain lists. 
of sites. But yeah, let's just like, I like think that's a, fu- that'd could, be a funny, we could joke. like do a domain a month. We could buy a domain a month yeah, and just put it up like new boss domain. Uh, and then, or we put it up in a secret place. Like, hey, everybody, if you want to know where the new boss domain is. <laughs> we just need to be careful that, like, players don't try to do that to, like, harvest KOL passwords. Oh, yeah, they totally would. Yeah. So yeah. We, we need to make sure that there is an actual official... Don't ever type reel. your... Here's, here's the thing. that we'll just, we'll just put this in the EULA uh, when you first sign up. Don't ever sign anything. Don't ever use your KOL password if you cannot see this security picture of my dick. <laughs> And it's just a live webcam. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be it'll be like the um the the you know the 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 bank logins that right. have that like the secondary layer of security where there's yeah where there's the key picture or whatever. I like that. I like that notion. Although I don't know how it helps if there's an actual man in the middle attack cuz they'll just intercept and well, I mean theoretically the man in the middle is not going to know what picture to give you, right? But I mean, are they not receiving? I guess they're is that the idea that there's some sort of... I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't exactly understand it either because the man in the middle... You can get that picture by just trying your login. Right. Right, so... That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't know. I for, I don't know, man. I guess it would be... Okay, it prevents someone from constructing a fake site. Yeah, that looks it's like exactly an anti-phishing thing. Sort of. It, because it would just, like... All they would need is to delay the login process long enough that they could see what's what the real site got, yeah, and then pump that back in. Yeah, I mean that's what I was saying. It doesn't seem to meaningfully stop yeah. them from doing that. Yeah. Just never click on any links on the internet. Just <laughs> always type in URLs. In fact, just memorize IP addresses. It'll so save yourself a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like phone numbers. Yep, we used to memorize those all the time. Yep. Back when we were smart. Stinkoman87 says, Donatello, what toppings do you like on the pizza you eat when you're working on your sculptures? Well, my sculptures are all video games, and the toppings that I like on my pizza are just pepperoni. Are just pepperoni, yeah. Huh. I will, I, you know what I've taken to, uh, I will, do, I mean, really what I want on it's every pizza olives. is pepperoni and green olives, but you often can't get green olives. And when yeah. I find a pizza place that has green olives, I think, I am never going to any pizza place other than this one, but then they go out of business. <laughs> They're, they're all right. They're, like, they don't suffer the problem that like peppers and onions on pizzas do, which is just having the worst texture in the world. Um, green olives are like salty and and like I, I don't I don't dislike those on pizza, but I I think just a pure pepperoni pizza. There's something to be said about there the, is. the niceness of that. Sure, that um, is what pizza is in my mind. That is just the default state. Yeah, of it's pizza. the the it's basic mozzarella. form of pizza. I, I feel like we talked about this. On the Monday show. Oh yeah. So yeah. Well, because it's total time revamp. Where I was talking about. Yeah, thinking about pizza. <laughs> yeah, everybody is. Gimme, give gimme give it. That's what I say. Yeah. And by I, I mean Mary Kate and Ashley. Yes. In a song that they sung that was written by a thirty-five-year-old man. Papa John's is up there in my favorite pizzas among like national chains. Yeah, yeah that's what I always get. And I, Scully disagrees. Scully Scully says that you, the only reason that we buy Papa John's pizza is because we enjoy wasting money and paying $30 for a pizza. And I say that the only reason that he ever pays that much for a Papa John's pizza is because he doesn't know any tricks. Yeah, it's, there are, like there is usually always, get ten, it's usually 10 bucks yeah, for a pizza. It's usually 10 bucks. Like it's, yeah. it's 10 bucks for a pizza, which translates to maybe 15 once you add some extra whatever mm-hmm. and tip the driver. Right. Like. And then but, you buy 10 of those and you have a free pizza so it's actually 10% off oh I've never even oh because you don't actually have an account no because I because they won't for whatever reason Papa John's website won't let me use any of my sort of password construction rubrics and your rubric isn't just to use your username yeah my username and then a one they they (laughs) forbid that from happening huh well that's that's dumb yeah. Who's going to hack into your Papa John's So every account? time I was ordering a pizza, I had to do the fucking password recovery. And it's all it's like, oh, God, I'm so hungry. Like, this password recovery happens all the way at the end after I've already spent all this time deciding what oh, I want right. on my pizza. It's always pepperoni. You can give them <laughs> notes. And I would give them the notes. Please put the pepperoni under the cheese like you used to. And then they would just not do that, that ever. Sucks. So then I just started calling and asking for it. And then they would do it sometimes. Huh. And then... Sometimes, if you order pepperoni and extra cheese, when you like get a deal where it's like, I uh, there's the you know 
50 a, toppings yeah or like an unlimited topping large pizza for 10 bucks or right. whatever which is often what the special is uh if you do pepperoni and extra cheese sometimes they will do them in that order mm. so then you get the you get the pepperoni baked uh, into the cheese instead of on top all curling up with grease in it right there was a when i was growing up my mom used to buy these frozen pizzas and the pepperoni would start out flat on the the frozen pizza but then you know you put it in the oven and then it yeah. would curl up into yeah, it these becomes a bowl. cups. Yeah. yeah, into these bowls, bowls of, of just grease. hot grease. Yeah. And uh, I used to enjoy pulling them off and drinking the grease. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> and that's why I, my hair is so shiny. You know what I've taken to at the, uh, at the pizzeria down the street from my house in Arizona is uh, getting pepperoni, green olives, and goat cheese. A little bit of goat why cheese Why do you want to ruin a pizza with goat cheese because uh, it's not ruining it it's making it even more delicious yeah goat cheese cheese is the green olives of cheese yes which makes it interesting that i like goat cheese but not green olives feta is the green olives of cheese well both feta is the goat cheese of goat (laughs) of cheese byproducts feta feta (laughs) feta um feta cheese and goat cheese are very similar Mm. goat cheese is just like soft feta Goat cheese is gross, and feta is delicious. Isn't, I'm pretty isn't sure feta, feta is made of goat just a milk. kind of goat cheese? I believe it is, yeah. Yeah, depends on the... You can get cow feta. It's harder. Yeah, Can you get boba feta? <laughs> it's like... Well, that's what you just put some chunks of cheese in your... In your tea. Your tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we, we have to have made that joke before. Zumbini says, Jamili seems to be a force of some note in regards to class revamps. Any chance we'll be able to get him or her on the radio? Well, to him. Uh, and uh, yeah, Jamelli is Jamelli is like a one QA all star. Yep, he's a guy who enjoys project managing and estimating how long things are going to take. Yep, <laughs> telling companies does, what to he do. He does a lot of that, and then he uh, we our productivity tanks when Jamelli's day job starts taking up a lot of his time. Yep. Uh, but yes, I would love you know, to have him on the radio. We could solve that problem with PowerDirectSolutions.com. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, I need to. I need to. Uh, you know, I need to look up something on PowerDirectSolutions.com. Yep. Then we just write. So we like LexisNexis like, Mexis Texas. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, Is it what else? Uh, LinkedIn to BizDev.com. Google. Okay. 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 What else do you? What other websites do you? Uh, let's see. Uporns.com. <laughs> huh. I'm just trying to think of what websites I went to when I worked at a business. Right. Biznas.co.uk. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Go go daddy. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Gbay. <laughs> Gbay. <laughs> Camazon. Camazon uh, is where you can look at tribes women on webcams. Oh, how about Hamazon? Okay, yeah, that's yeah. where you can get same day same day ham delivery. <laughs> hmm. You can get a rump roast on Hump Day. Uh, you can you can get uh, one nine hundred flowers for like hot and heavy conversations with dandelions <laughs> one nine hundred flowers <laughs> ah that's pretty good <clears throat> you do spend a lot of time going to one eight hundred flowers to get a bouquet for secretary appreciation week or exactly. whatever yeah or go to legal zoom to get a, a sexual harassment defense contract <laughs> defense contract <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's like you hire you hire Raytheon <laughs> to make uh, some yeah, you know, crotch armor. <laughs> uh, Zumbini says, "What moment connected to KOL has filled you with the most joy?" Gosh. Uh, rolling out Ascension for the first time. That was some satisfaction. I don't know. I was I was super happy. You know, I honestly think probably like being upstairs at a couple cons ago, and. Mm. Uh, seeing Skelly get to sing with uh, MC Frontalot on stage and everybody being into that. That was like, I was like, oh man, this is great. Uh, I like it over your domain. When other people (laughs) have fun. Nobody even knows I'm here. Um, 
Baron von Bick says, is there a reason there are so few dragons in the kingdom for adventurers to fight? Would you ever consider adding more? No, there aren't any dragons to fight, right? Yeah, isn't that one of those rules like apples? Ah, well, it's or coffee, which turned out to not actually be a rule. There were yeah. bookworms that never made saw the light of day. There, there's the boner Dagon. But he's there's a he's a Redagon. Dragon Ballsy. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that. But no, that's the guy. That's the Lamesor noob, uh, right? He has a that's a yeah. Um, the only dragon that I will accept as a monster that you fight is the frog breathing dragon. Mm. Frog breathing dragon. Yeah, and that that's it's just never come up. I don't know where that guy would go. Hmm. Like, what zone would have a frog-breathing dragon? Uh, the menagerie. Yeah. Frog. Or that swamp. Oh, man. And he could drop a frog hat, which would be like a frog that you wear on your head, and then it has like a fog hat joke in the right. description. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know enough about fog hat to make a joke Me about neither. it. Me yeah. neither. Me neither. I know that the guy from fog hat uh, Was wrote, the voice for foghorn leghorn? The mu- yes, he was, yeah. <laughs> and then he also wrote the music for Space Quest 3. Okay. Um... While beards are rare in the kingdom, continues Baron von Bick, I did notice that hobos have stubble. Does this mean that hobos are the larval form of goats? Giants, uh, no, giants have beards. They, like all humans, are the larval form of ghosts. <laughs> um, I would not say that beards are rare. It's just that no one wants to look really tall. Yeah. Yeah. And Because clearly you are much taller if you have a beard. Togapika says, now that Disco Bandits use knives awesomely, make the Disco Bandit Nemesis weapon a knife? That's that's a banjo. You can't make a banjo a knife. Why? We could just you can sharpen the end knife. I guess Problem we could. solved. Yeah, banjo, one-handed knife. Yeah, huh? <laughs> it's just a sharp banjo. There is there is one problem. There is a butcher knife, which is a utensil currently. Oh gosh. And I don't think it can be both a utensil and a knife, and it is clearly a missed weapon. I don't know how to deal with that. Well, it's not a missed. I mean, there's no such thing as missed weapons it's, anymore. But it's it's got plus spell damage on it or something. Sure. Right. So okay. It could be a butter baller. <laughs> I, th- I think this might be the one that is stuck in the door. Yeah, butter ball, like a butter ball. It could be a butter whisk. Run, run away. A butter fork. Yeah, uh, it'd be butter. Uh, butter fork. The butter face. Are there? I guess there's salad forks and. Yeah, there's a fork for eating butter. And shrimp. It's forks. really any fork is a butter fork. A shrimp fork is like a little, like a skewer, like a two-pronged skewer. Well, but it's right? a fork. I there's guess a there is a fork. fork. There is a fork in it. A pitchfork has three or four tines usually. What a tuning fork. Okay, there okay. you go. Tuning yeah. fork yeah, only has two, two tines. Use use two tines and one tones. Midget. Frightening midgets. Well, you have to have seen the Phantasm movies for that to make any sense. I see. What about I, uh, I went to the Exploratorium Peaks? and put my head inside a big tuning fork and hit it with a bat. Whoa. How did that go? I barely did anything. Really? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like something that would have horrible repercussions. We got to look at some yeah. termites eating. There's a colony of termites and then these like sort of lit up magnifying glasses that you can use to look at them while they are the most fucking disgusting thing you have ever seen. Really? They are just like... There are some of them whose jobs are just to keep the other ones covered with goo. What? And they, Why? Yeah, just, Why do they need to be covered in goo? I don't know. I don't know. They just are. That's super gross. It is gross. It is awful. Nature is awful. Do you think that bugs look at us and think that we're gross? No. I don't think that bugs are capable of uh, having a thought like that. You're too literal sometimes. <laughs> I think all the time. <clears throat> Dog Talk Blade Blade says, posted this back in the CDM full thread, but you didn't have time to get around to it, so here it is again. Hey dudes, I've been saving up some questions and non-questions over the last few shows, so if you can't remember what the hell I'm talking about, uh, take my word for it. Non-question number one. Jick, you were at one point wondering whether anybody had ever used shoe polish as blackface and then realized that shit doesn't easily wash off. Oh, that shit doesn't just easily wash off. It happened in the PG Wodehouse novel Thank You, Jeeves, and in Series 2, Episode 5 of the TV series Jeeves and Wooster, adapting that novel, I highly recommend it if you ever wanted to see Hugh Laurie in blackface. I don't know that I want that. I don't know that I want to see anybody in blackface. Have you seen Western Chiefs? I haven't. They're good. I don't know what that is. TV show with Hugh Laurie and Stephen Fry. Uh, yes. Stephen was Fry. it the a sketch show? No. No. They, it was Stephen, a, It was a series. 
Hugh Laurie did a sketch show with somebody, right? Maybe he Stephen also Fry. did a sketch show with Stephen Fry. What was yeah. that called? That was called A Bit Houston of Fry and Laurie. <laughs> okay, A Bit of Fry and Laurie. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I saw, I feel like I've seen some hardware store sketch from that pretty recently. Yes. Okay. But it wasn't the hardware, or it wasn't the grocer where those two old guys, the two Dans or whatever, I think they're both dead now. Uh, but they did a thing where they were like, I, there was like a Blackberry. They were talking about it like right. it was his phone. Yeah. But it was actually a literal Blackberry. Right. Um, I forget. The two Todds. The two uh, frogs. Ronnies, maybe. The, two yeah. Ronnies. Okay, the two Ronnies. Yeah, sure. Anyway. Non-question number two. You guys had a discussion about descriptivism versus prescriptivism in language, which reminded me of an essay by David Foster Wallace called Authority and American Usage, where he comes down on the prescriptivist side, albeit somewhat softly, and I tend to agree with him. The piece is definitely worth a read. Yeah, that seems like the kind of thing I would want to read out of David Foster Wallace. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, wonder I what, agree with that. where that is. Is that in a collection, do you think, or is it a loose? Aren't they all... I don't know. I assume he wrote a bunch of stuff for magazines that never got collected into a set of essays. Mm-hmm. A non-question number three. I know you guys are all set up in the new SF digs, but let me once again make the case for moving asymmetric to Canada. Not only do we have single-payer health care, gay marriage, and possession of marijuana is de facto legal, but we have $1 coins, $2 coins, <laughs> and have recently eliminated the penny. Also, Alexander Keith's India Pale Ale. How do you suppose Alexander Keith's India Pale Ale in Canada compares to Toby Keith's I, ha- I Heart This Bar and Grill, <laughs> which is a thing that we only have in America? Are you sure? I mean, I'm guessing that one does not swig a bottle of Alexander Keith's India Pale Ale and then sing, I'm proud to be an American, because at least I know I'm free. I, I'm Is guessing that, that there's Keith? a Toby I Keith's Toby Keith. uh, I Love This Bar and Grill in Dubai. You think? Sure. For the troops? Yeah. Do you think it's at the top of the Burj Khalifa? Do you think the penthouse of the Burj Khalifa is actually just the world's Toby highest Keith's. Toby Keith's yeah. I Heart This Penthouse? <laughs> And that guy was really successful. Yeah. Do you think that the top of the Burj Khalifa is... It misses the point at which the top of the Burj Khalifa was Tom Cruise? Because <laughs> it knows the top of me is never going to get any better than that. <laughs> Unless maybe Tom Cruise comes back. Question number one. If some major games publisher ever offered to hire Asymmetric to develop a AAA title, what kind of game would you all like to do? Assume that you have the time and programming ability to do whatever you want. FPS? RPG? Metroidvania? All of the above, thanks. What kinds of systems and stories would you like to see executed in AAA games that you're not seeing at the moment? No stories, because video game stories are bullshit for chumps. Awesome. Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand how you can still feel that way. Hmm. I don't know how you can still feel that way. You, you played Gone Home. You played um, Stampy Parable. Yeah. You. You know. You've played a bunch of games with stories. The Stanley Parable, which is easily characterizable and of an, as an indictment of everything that I dislike <laughs> about video games. <clears throat> um, procedurally generated mm-hmm. open world voxel RPG. No, I could, I could see doing a voxel game if I was doing it myself, but not not if I had a AAA studio like. I what I want to make is something like Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. That's <laughs> huh. not really the case. So I mean, do you do you like, like an extra sarcastic Two Worlds too? <laughs> do you like Skyrim? Do you like the sort of more realistic bodies moving around, or do you, like I kind of I kind of am more okay with a cart more cartoony. Yeah, yeah, I really like cell shading. Oh yeah, I don't know how I feel about cell shading. I really like a you know I really like the art direction in Dishonored, for instance, mm-hmm. where the characters are stylized to the point where like they they sort of did what, like World of Warcraft's art direction I think is great, and that level of, that level of fidelity with that level of texture quality is fine, right? Yeah. Like you can do a lot of really cool stuff with that 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 plays great, but their humans look like fucking monsters. <laughs> Their monsters look great, in but World of Warcraft? yeah, like human males in World of Warcraft yeah. all just look like they really they were accidentally looking. built with like a foot where their face should be. <laughs> I think you might have some sort of uh, glitch in your texture pack. Oh, okay, 
<laughs> but then there's also that system where you get to equip extra shoes on your head <laughs> once you hit level 40. I think it'd be interesting to, to be able to try to make a AAA puzzle game. I would, I would like to see if you could construct a game that had just a tremendous number of levels of... Of meta puzzle? Well, I wasn't say levels of meta puzzle so much, but levels of like accessibility. Like, I I would love a game that you could play through, feel like you had really accomplished something, and that was only the first level of like twenty levels that are there. Right. And everything was there from the very beginning. You just you know it, you're depending on what sort of level you're right. tuned into. Like if the portal arg had been part of portal rather than part of the marketing leading up to portal right. and had been, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, you could do that to with any game, right? Like, you you could have hidden a 20-layer-deep puzzle in Skyrim as readily as you could have in But I don't know that Portal. I, it's, it's not that I just want it to be, like, hidden inside another game, but, like, like, the focus of the game is, like, solving puzzles, right? And then, because then you're... There's then that you're, sweet puzzle where you had to look at three pictures of animals and then reproduce those three pictures of animals... <laughs> in a in a place on the other side of the room, Skyrim is very much a game about solving puzzles. Puzzles True. for Viking babies. <laughs> oh, Viking babies! That was a pretty good cartoon. Yeah, that'd be a, that's what our that's would be the theme of our AAA game. Uh, let's see. Non-question number four. Not to be a dick about it, but just a general reminder in case you wanted to but dropped off your radar, my Word Realm story still exists, and he links to it. I appreciated so much that Uncle C.D. Moyer enjoyed it, and I'd love to hear any thoughts from the rest of you, because I respect you guys so much as writers who consistently create often hilarious and sometimes downright moving work. The crackpot mystic psychosis hurt my soul in the best possible way. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks for your patience, your podcast, and your super fun games. You guys make my day an average of twice weekly. Wow. You just need, like, a girlfriend to make your day five times a week, and then every day is made. You're a made man. You've got it made. Edit. Question number two. Donatello, why are you the best turtle? Fucking every reason. Best color. Best weapon. Best personality. Best focus. I was kind of kidding about best weapon. (laughs) Wait, Donatello's the one with the staff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally best weapon. It's often the best weapon in a video game context because of its its reach, reach. But it's definitely not... Uh, I don't know. Ooh. You see Jackie Chan or somebody like that go at go at a dude with a staff. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, but as awesome as a guy with two swords. I mean, fucking two swords. <sighs> you don't get all the flipping around and stuff the way you do with a staff with swords. Yeah, you can. So imagine like uh, lightsabers. Jackie Chan with lightsabers. Hmm. What about a two two headed lightsaber? How about two two headed lightsabers? Ooh, yeah, yeah. You just look like a. You just look like a fucking rave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question number two slash question number three. Can I have a spooky Halloween name and or a spooky Canadian Thanksgiving, which was also last month? I believe you Yanks call it Columbus Day and or a preemptive spooky American Thanksgiving slash Hanukkah Secret Wars style crossover name. Thanks. Love you. Uh, let's see. Hellhound Tog Blade Blade. <laughs> Getting a lot of use out of that dog equals hellhound. Right. Um... Okay. Is it, is okay. Dog Tog Blade Blade. Here's a good Christmas a... name: Eggnog Blade. Oh, Blade. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I just bought some eggnog today. Seriously? Yeah. It is November sixth. Yeah. I mean seventh. Yeah. yeah. You're just gonna save it until Christmas, so it'll be nice and like. No, he's aged. gonna drink it. He's gonna drink it. Like he's going to pour it into his mouth and swallow it like a <laughs> sick fuck. <laughs> like. That is what he's going to do, and he's going to do it for the rest of the fucking year. He's just going to occasionally walk over to the refrigerator in front of other people, (laughs) pull out this fucking carton of eggnog, and then just pour himself a glass, pour that liquid into his mouth, and swallow it. It's delicious. Blue Scream says, why does Jick read all the questions? I'm pretty sure Hot Stuff hates us, but what about Riff? I don't think it's possible that Riff can hate, so he doesn't have an excuse. <laughs> I, don't, I don't tend to record with a screen in front of me that I could read them off of. Also, is it true that, that, uh, that you don't hate them because you think that they're so stupid? Is that, is that why? Well, it's hard to hate something stupid, right? Like, if you hate puppies... It's just like getting mad at a retarded guy. Like... If a retarded guy does something lame and then you get mad at him, you're the lame one. 
What about, can you be angry at the weather? Uh, I mean, you can, but I mean, that I makes could, you... but I'd just be angry perpetually. <laughs> makes so, you lame. There's no, no point in that. We turned on the heater yesterday, and then it, I was like, fuck, it's hot in here. This is bullshit. Yep. Man, it was like 74 in here the other day, and I was like, man, it's it's kind of, it's almost uncomfortable in here. And then I thought I should just live with it, because how often do I get to feel uncomfortably cold? I mean, in the winters, it gets uncomfortably cold. And you have the air conditioning in the office yeah, set to like 60 Yeah, degrees. I would argue that you are always uncomfortably cold if you use my comfort as a measure of comfort. Right. <laughs> Uh, the Erosion Seeker says, can you make the take the... Di- oh, wait, shit, sorry. Uh, I missed a question. King Bobzon <coughs> says, I think I missed the appropriate show to talk about how much I love the Accordion Thief revamp, but whatever. I love the Accordion Thief revamp. Accordion Thieves have gone from the class I'd recommend least to newcomers to the class I'd recommend most. Steel Accordion Cadenza are just so good in every way. Also, you managed to not make the most optimal class more optimal with it, just a lot more fun. Basically, the perfect revamp. Keep on doing what you're doing. Well, cool. Uh, and while you don't usually do this sort of thing, are you planning on adding new stolen accordions to new content later on, or are the accordions we've got now the entirety of what we'll see? No, I can imagine adding new accordions yeah, to content I, later I, on. That, that doesn't seem like something we're going to plan in advance. It'll just be if we make a guy who brings to mind a new accordion, then we'll do it. Yeah, although we, that's probably not a thing that we would think of. Hmm. G- given that it never once occurred to us on any item brainstorming ever that anything could drop an accordion yeah i guess that's true <laughs> right so so it seems it seems a little bit unlikely that we're just going to happen on it but you know i'm sure if there's like a gap in gettable accordions at some point then somebody will bring that to our attention yeah i mean there's not going to be though because we specifically like i specifically put one at every level in the critical path and then peppered a few more around. Um, so unless something fundamentally changes about the ascension path, which I don't think it will. Um, the Erosion Seeker says, can you make the take the day off option in the hidden office lock the adventure castle basement style? It seems extremely strange to give everybody a nine turn penalty because they forgot to use the file clip. Uh, well... Having it lock, yeah, I I don't think so. I don't think that that's a good idea. People were so fucking confused by the way that that works in the basement. Like, we got a bunch of bug reports about that. Even though, and like, there's no amount of explaining in the text that will make people not think that that's weird when it works unlike anything else in the game. Um, Yeah. You know, you could think of that as a way in which mindfulness shaves nine turns off your run, <laughs> right? So that's just like, it's like just one particular really good piece of metagame knowledge to have, which is that, oh man, I should use that fucking clip. Right. Bread Tower says, I don't think it's possible to use pocket crumbs without thinking of Dale from King of the Hill yelling, pocket sand. Good work. Yeah, I didn't. Like I was familiar with that, but I didn't know where it was from. I had to I had to ask in dev, and then I think mm. Pantsless pointed out that that's why. Man, Dale from King of the Hill is one of the best characters in modern culture. Oh yeah, <laughs> for a long time. I think I think I actually recorded this off the television. Like I made an audio recording off of the television because I was I waited for this episode to come on again, and I grabbed a tape recorder. There is a moment where. Dave presents or Dave Dale presents this plan for getting revenge on someone who has done something to impugn Luann's dignity and he says get yourself some goat's blood taint that blood and when your friend needs blood give them the tainted goat's blood it's the perfect plan <laughs> which I thought was just such a phenomenal plan for revenge no matter what had been done to you because you just have the tainted goat blood yeah you on just you. keep some tainted goat's blood around all like a when is your friend gonna need blood from you <laughs> so that's hilarious right b what like taint that blood as an instruction <laughs> really requires some more detail to be actionable right and, and c like where are you gonna get goat's blood in the like from a goat yeah I, sure 
But I mean, like legitimately, that's, right? Like, where I guess, I guess maybe you don't care if you're if you're that kind of person. I mean, if you're if you're gonna taint some blood, I don't think getting the blood in the first place is that hard. Ooh, what if you just got the blood from a goat's taint? Do mm. goats have a taint? <laughs> goats huh. have cloacas, right? <laughs> I mean, chickens don't have a taint. That taint chicken. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's so easy to make fake chicken. Because yep. <laughs> chickens don't have a taint. Ah, corn. <laughs> they don't have a. The taint is the area between their cloaca and their corn hole. <laughs> WBO Quine says, All the clan dungeons so far are the ones in which clans clear out enormous swaths of thousands of monsters. Is this limiting in any way? Do you think it'd be possible to design a more intimate dungeon where just a few adventurers could party together to explore a small dungeon or mansion? Or does the game not really support that kind of design? Well, I mean, that seems like a less replayable thing because it doesn't take advantage of the decades worth of existing systems centered around combat. I am just now imagining a scenario where a party of adventurers could explore a mansion and that could be cool, but it would be a lot of work. Yeah. And I don't know if it would be fun. It would be a lot of work for not a lot of payoff. I feel like it probably wouldn't be fun to do twice. Maybe. I mean, I I was thinking procedural mansion. Do it. Design it, buddy. You know what? I like drawing. Mansions. Mansions. Manses. Yeah. Is manse a thing? Sure. Is that like just another word for mansion? I don't think so. He lives in a man's. I'm going to look it up because I am suddenly unsure. Wax says, will turtle tamers get to do the thing with turtles that people do with ducks? You mean fuck them? I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Imprinting, (laughs) where there's a long line of them following you around. Oh, no. A manse is a residence of a clergyman. Oh, okay. Huh. I guess it's also a large and imposing house, but I know it as a as a place where the clergy live. Oh, in your Jesuit school? Yep. Cool. So the mans live in the manse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, a, is womance another word for a, a, a nunnery? What do you call that? A convent? I'm looking that up. Wom- I don't think that's a real... It's not, that's not in the dictionary. Womance is not womance. a real word. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of non-sequiturs, how is the change to armor power slash damage reduction going? The thing where low-level things don't have DR but should. Ah, yeah, that's bullshit. We were arguing about that for like an hour in dev. Um, Considering nerfing Tau, and then we decided not to nerf Tau this time. Hmm. Um, Largely because of politics, which I hate. Man, I hate politics. Do you know? Yes, I do. I hate having to I hate having to manage opinion as another system. Because it's a it's a system that doesn't necessarily behave rationally. It probably does. It probably does behave rationally and that's why politicians are have a thing that they're good at. I just don't want to acknowledge that it hmm. I feel like there's a lot of cases where people do behave pretty predictably but you just don't want to talk about it because it's distasteful like like in a gladwellian sense hmm no i was thinking more in like a orwellian sense. i think a lot of the reason that people get really upset at the idea of people using evolutionary psychology as a defense for like gross social things i think that if it was I think that there are probably a lot of arguments along those lines that could be made that would be way less objectionable if they weren't plausible. I remember um, Steven Pinker teaching us that, like, you know, there are all these things, there's all these inclinations that people have, but the thing that is cool about us humans is we can choose not to do them. Yeah. Right, and that's, that is the, you know, the the strength of us as a species is our ability to work against all these sure and so like but i mean it's it's not really an excuse an examination of those base urges is often met with like a disbelief that those base urges exist or are considerable Uh, from any sort of actual perspective it's like because everyone on the internet is is so enlightened that they don't have base urges not even everybody on the internet right it's uh, like i just mean talking to people in real life like like why do you talk to people in real life eh, i don't I've, I've stopped. Real what? Good. Mm, do you have any metrics for new players? Says Whack. 
how many sign up each day? How many are still around after a week or a month or a season? Ah, eh, sort of, but we never really look at them. Uh, Yatsufusa says, right now the tavern provides new players with an NPC store that sells low-level booze, but there's nothing that accessible for food. Take a breath. Nowadays, you have to build a meat car for mug cakes, and the Bugbear Bakery requires you to both find a costume and work out that the baker NPC actually reacts to a change of your avatar. <gasps> it would be neat if you could find a room in Seaside Town for a girl with a lemonade stand or a man who sells rat on a stick and rat pie. Lizard on a stick would be more like it. That'd be a sweet <laughs> Conan joke. <laughs> um, and mug cakes. You do have to build a meat car for mug cakes at this point. Yep. Meat cars from mud cakes. That, I that think should it's be a t-shirt. You know, I think it's fine. Also, I would really appreciate an option under options to show us how damage is pieced together during contact, combat, like testers on Dev have. Take a breath. If you don't think that would ruin players' experience, suddenly turning KOL into a game about how much damage you deal rather than how many adventures and items you can get. I mean, the problem with exposing the information that is exposed to devsters, or just people playing on the dev server, is that it is spoilery all over the place and spoilery and crazy yeah i mean but i could definitely imagine a setting that would explain the things that should be public knowledge yeah i just worry that that becomes an extra layer of oh. output that we have to add on to yeah. everything that it we would be a mess. add right it like would... because for like regular attacks or whatever that's real easy to generalize but for the most part i guess for the most part like if a skill just like you know lately the design has been tending towards like, ah, oh, this skill just does 40% of your moxie and sleaze damage or whatever, um, which is a lot more comprehensible. And it doesn't like change based on the relationship between your stats and the monster's stats and right. that kind of shit. So, yeah. Uh, Gattery says, how long is the password reset notice going to hang out on the main map? I changed it twice for good measure and it didn't go away. Uh, that's weird. And I just, I just got rid of it in general. Cause I, been long enough. Yeah, it's been long enough that I think that's not a thing anymore. Sorry. That, and sorry I mean, that should have gone away. It should have gone away when password. you changed your password. Yeah, but I like it's possible that when password changing got moved to not being its own script anymore when the options menu was redone that that code didn't get transferred across and since none of us ever saw it cuz we all changed our passwords right away uh it was just stuck there for it's a lot a of people for a really long time. This yeah. went in, right? Uh, not Jim says, hey guys, when do you think the pirate slash dome and spooky raven revamps will be done by? Considering writing a level 11 guide and was wondering whether the other two areas will be done so I can do it all at once. Cheers. I'm guessing by... February? By February, yeah. If I if I had to... I, you know, I feel like the... The palindome... The palindome is probably just going to be like a couple hours of work. Like, that'll be an afternoon once I've decided what I want it to be like, because it's not going to be all that different than it is now. The pirates, I gotta, I don't know. I'm just kind of waiting for some insight. I think that making beer pong into more of a mini game. Insult. Yeah, rather than rather than a thing that you have to do in combat to power up a thing that is a very poorly presented mini game, um, will help a lot. It's just, and it's also just like having to. Oh, I need to go back to Captain Fart or whatever, and the way that I do that is by adventuring in a zone until I randomly find the non-combat that he's in is not really the way that we do stuff anymore. Um. NPCs are out in the world. They tend to be, yeah. <coughs> you know, I wouldn't mind redrawing the pirate area. Anyway, I think I would do a better job this time. Yeah, and I've got this. You got a I've got this rubric, this poster from McSweeney's. Uh, Chamu says, reposting this from another thread and pared down for radio succinctness. What is the philosophical difference in your eyes between item of the month limited time content and other limited time content, such as Crimbo and Traveling Trader Skills? I mean, they are 100% distinct. What I in guess it depends. Mind. What do you mean by item of the month limited time content, right? Because I mean items of the month are not limited time content, really, because they stick around, right? But if you're talking, I mean, so do traveling trader skills, right? Yeah, I guess that's when I'm confused. Like there are there are world events that are literally limited time content, where if you're not around, you don't get to 
partake in that or get the goodies or whatever. But everything else is stuff that enters the player economy and can be gotten by somebody who wants it bad enough. Uh, for more clarification, if necessary, not part of the main question. I mean things like the reissuing of item of the month mechanics, like the recent example of the reanimated reanimator being an obtuse angel reissue to the point of being advertised as such, which I deeply appreciated, by the way. I bought him and he's super fun to use. It seems like it's not really done that way for other limited content. I mean, it totally is, though. Well, like, the mechanics are done, but I mean, we're not going to go back and and reissue the the skeleton invasion stuff. Like, sure, but I could imagine, say, like, <clears throat> eh, you know, those Crimbo offhands are kind of useful. Sure. So I could see, like, us deciding to reintroduce those. Mechanically, but not don't. flavor. We're not going to, I mean, I guess that's the question. I don't know what, I don't know what, they, what they're getting at. Is, if, are they just talking about the mechanics? Because at, at some point, everything will be superseded, right? Going far enough into the future. Yeah, I mean, I guess just generally, like, item, an item of the month has to have certain properties in order for me to be satisfied with it like it needs some use for optimizers it needs to feel awesome it for needs newbies. to feel awesome for somebody who this is their first and only item of the month and it seems to like it needs to it needs to feel like a thing that dramatically improves your character's ability to do something um and with world events they just need to be narratively novel mm. and that's it like Sometimes there's some cool mechanical stuff because it's like, well, I want this thing to be cool. And so one of the ways to make something cool is to make it mechanically novel. But like, I don't, when I'm designing an item of the month, I think this needs to be worth $10. And when I'm designing a world event item drop, I'm like, this needs to be an item, you know, like yeah. it's, there's not, it's entirely orthogonal. Somebody's got to ask it, says Thal on the Rocks. Is there actually a puzzle involved with the new walkie-talkie chats, or is it just Cannonfire's biggest prank? I think you'll have to ask Cannonfire. Alexander <laughs> he, he says... Ch he chimes in in a minute. Oh, does he? Yeah. i just like to say I support your work on Kingdom of Loathing. I, I especially appreciate the new class revamps. Well, thank you, Alexander. Uh, Stumps McGee says, have you guys ever thought up some new item of the month mechanic, but then thought that it was too powerful and just scraped it all together? Or do you usually... Oh, scrapped it all together. Or do you usually just try to find a way to make them work? I usually try to find a way to make them work. Because, I mean, we're often so time-crunched on an item of the month that, like, throwing it away and starting over from scratch is not often a an option. Yeah. Viable. Yeah. Mayfly bait probably should have been rethought. Yeah, I mean, the Mayfly bait was supposed to just be a skill, which would have rendered it dramatically more useful and dramatically more powerful in a way that it would not... Because the Mayfly bait was right on the heels of us having consolidated tomes and stuff into the bookshelf which was like if you ask some people like a hugely unpopular move but like looking back on it now it's like well fucking of course of course we did that I mean we we effectively expand the bookshelf every year or two you know we added the garden plot yeah like but we but then we try to keep those as slots that right but I mean that slows down that power creep by a factor of four right, right? by sure doing it once every year and a half instead of three times a year. Yep. 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 Um, don't check that math. <laughs> uh, Stumps McGee also says, can the foldable for next year be a weapon that can become the iconic weapon of each of the six classes, club, knife, accordion, etc.? Hmm. As soon as you tell me what the iconic weapons of the other three <laughs> classes are. Would you guys ever change a puzzle mechanic if you realized that the player base was brute forcing their way through a puzzle in a way that you didn't like? No. I Not mean, brute usually. forcing a puzzle is a way of solving a puzzle. And if, if we, we don't, don't want yeah. it to be brute forced, it's on us to make it so you can't. Yep. All right. Uh, there seems to be some disagreement about the new skill, Deft Hands. Currently, it increases the damage of all combat items and also staggers the enemy for the first round that you use combat items. There have been reports that the stagger is actually a bug, not a feature. Would you care to clear this up for us? It is a feature, uh, it only works for Disco Bandits, and it only happens on the first time you use a combat item where the monster would otherwise attack. And I think maybe if you stun, it also just doesn't do anything. If the, if the enemy is stunned, um, rather than like potatoed or staggered, it just won't, it won't waste the charge. Um, Canifar 40 says, Anyway, any chance accordion thieves could be re-given the ability to dual wield accordions? It's a nice thing. Nope. 
especially not now that they can double the enchantments on everything. Um, uh, Hamfish says, I bought and attempted to download issue number four of the Kingdom of Loathing comic, but the download appears to be for a zero-byte PDF, which yeah, is, damn it. is it not? Anyway. That sucks. That's I probably screwed something up. Yeah. Is the money you make from store sales and player donations more than enough to pay for the cost of hosting KOL and then some? Hypothetically, if it started to get way more expensive but your income didn't increase, how would you deal with that? Well, it wouldn't get more expensive, but, I mean, yes, obviously, because we all have jobs and we have to eat and pay rent and stuff. Like, that is such a weird question. Wait, what, is the, what was the question, though? I guess I don't understand. Is the money you make from store sales and player donations more than enough to pay for the costs of hosting KOL? Well, I guess that's the question. Like, some people don't, don't pe- some people don't realize that this is what we do for a living, right? They might think that this is just a hobby. I, yeah, I guess it would be possible. To people th- just don't have a concept, right? Like a, how much work this is. Yeah. So I can I, I can understand how somebody would ask that question without having any information about our lives or or whatever. Right, but like this is a person who's been asking radio questions for months. Well, yeah, yeah who knows? So this is, so so KOL currently supports six or seven people um, for certain definitions of supports and people. <laughs> um, and so that's actually a, quite, it's a pretty significant amount of, of money just in terms of keeping them fed and housed and clothed and stuff. And you don't want them to not be clothed. Mm-hmm. Um, also, assuming you have a way of seeing this kind of thing, are there any recipes in the game that still haven't been discovered? No. Um, Raitouche says is there a plan to add slash change slash improve how the Bandersnatch works with the new class skills and then the next guy says Blue Scream I know you guys don't like revising old items of the month but the skill interactions is what got me excited about the Bandersnatch in the first place it may not be its optimal use but it is the fun feature of the Bander to me is there any chance of at least getting interactions to a few of the Accordion Thief skills so they can have fun <sighs> like ugh, this is so frustrating to me well it is it is annoying that this old single item of the month would potentially create hours and hours of additional work for the handful of people that have it. And it's like I get why, ugh, I get why. In some ways, it makes sense. Can we not just double up the functionality that it has now with old skills? and just fold in new skills into the same, like, item IDs? Or is it, like... I mean, we could. If you want to do that, you can. I mean, you can just, just look at... Just distribute the stuff you can just it look does at, now. look and, at the code and, uh, like... Maybe that... Maybe, yeah, I mean, that might be worth doing, just because it's going to be something people are continually asking for. Yeah, it's just... It's frustrating. Sure. It, it's frustrating to me that... It's frustrating to me that, like there's not really any way for me to express what seems to me to be like the pretty clear right decision about this that doesn't, I don't know, make us sound lazy or like assholes, I guess is the, well, it's, it is this like incredibly complex network of history that we've built up, right? Like we put something out that, that relies on, you know, a a collection of stuff. And then if we add five years later, if we add things to that collection, people are going to expect rightly or wrongly that everything that touched that is also going to be updated. And that's just like, there are a handful of things that a handful of things that we've added that we're like, when we did it, we're like, okay, this is going to add work for us for, from now on, like the hat (laughs) rack, rack, but but, but that adds like a minute of work to every hat, right? That adds a minute of work to something that already takes 10 minutes as opposed to, I mean, like, I don't know why I think of the Bandersnatch as just being categorically different. I mean, also, because the Bandersnatch is already, like, just this fucking stupid, broken, powerful thing that, like, the idea of Nothing that it should do should be any better or different, really, than it already does. Right, but the idea of making it any better is so gross. I mean, it would be like if, if, like, yeah, I don't know. It would be like improving the V for Vivola mask somehow, right. or like making stocking mimic farming better. Like right. those those three items of the month are emblematic of this thing that we do, where we worry that something isn't cool enough, and so we just keep tacking things onto it and keep tacking things onto it. Like things that don't really have a fundamental identity 
mechanically or narratively that end up being these kitchen sink things that just turn out to be fucking super broken in the fullness of time. Um, Urutsini says, any chance of graying out familiar equipment that the current familiar can't wear in the drop-down list on the terrarium management page? Or how about creating a sub-list of arena equipment in that list? Yeah, I every time I see how equipping familiars works, I think, what the fuck? Why is this so terrible? And then I don't ever tell Chris to fix it. <laughs> that um, would be that would be really friendly. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Because Jesus Christ is that terrible. And it was terrible even back in the day. It would probably be like an hour for him to... Dramatically improve that interface. Yeah, because yeah, you could just filter... Anytime you equip a particular familiar just to filter out anything it can't equip right because there's no point those things just don't need to be in the list yeah remind me to remind me to have chris do that okay all right well uh now remind me to go eat some sandwiches okay sandwiches stuff remind me to go eat some sandwiches go eat some sandwiches okay i can't finish my sandwich unless you tell me to (laughs) all right uh well uh riff we will see you in an hour when we come back to record the next episode of video games hot dog okay And listeners, we will see you in, well, I will see you in a few days on the Monday television show, which is a television show You do that, I was going to say, you do that visually? Oh, we do. cool. And it's two-way. It's a webcam. And everybody that that wants to see it has to have an active webcam facing back at them? Yeah. Well, I mean, now that I've got this webcam for my dick for for two-step validation of of, uh, password logins, you know, password logins, that's a phrase. (laughs) All right, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Kingdom of Loathing podcast, and we hope you come back for the next one. Have a great week, everybody. See you.